This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Buffalonian Division of the Cast Horse Podcast Network. Podcast network built by Buffalonians for Buffalonians. Featuring the Wings of Blue Cheese Podcast and the Buffalonian Podcast. With more shows on the way very soon. Find these shows wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts or simply visit our website posted in the episode description. Now without further ado, let's get into the Bills, Sabres, Hot Takes, and more. The Buffalonian Podcast. All right. Let's go. back with the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Loss. London, baby. The Bills are playing in London at uh, 9.30 a.m. tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. 9.25? Not, not tomorrow. Two days from now. Oh, that's right. It's but... Friday. Dude, my, my internal clock is thrown amok right now. I don't know what's happening. I but... think about the Bills players that actually had to fly to London. And... I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Maybe we're chat. feeling some like sympathy jet lag or something. I have no idea. Because you were saying it was noon. It's 11 a.m. when we're recording this. So, I mean, you know. I know. And not as bad as saying the Bills play tomorrow, but I mean, I guess a it's little not, bit. It's not. It's just this way. It's, it's not ideal, but no. I will say, to cut you off, the most <laughs> unideal thing is that uh, we are breaking our recently new tradition of the Pepsi and hot sauce, but this is important for the experiment. You know, we tested our hypothesis. You know, if we this do this, is all part of the scientific method out but, there. But okay. if we do it, will they win? They did. Now we have to do see if we don't do it, will they lose? And if they lose, that makes us known that we have to continue to do it. But if they win, it destroys the entire experiment. And it yeah. was a one time gag. Well, you know what? Who says I, I don't have it in my mug right now? Who says I'm not just fooling you? Down the whole thing right now, then. I, you know, I can't, it's water. I'd be able to sip this in two seconds. That, that would be, we would know, we would know right then and there. Come on, Gaston. You can't do some acting and. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe you just exposed that on this. But um, no, unfortunately, you know, we're putting the scientific method of the test. If the Bills do win tomorrow, um, we don't need to drink Buffalo Pepsi. If they lose, we need to drink Buffalo Pepsi. So um, maybe, you know, we could. Ooh, I have an idea. Possible hype video incoming, but we're not going to do that. I'm not going to whistleblow that on the pod. We're going to save that for maybe this week, later this week. I don't know. Something. You shall see. Dom shall see. He has no idea either. So we're cooking up. We're cooking on all burners right now. Anyway, the Bills play the Jaguars in London on Sunday. And they're currently five and a half point favorites. The Jags have been there for a week. Okay. They have. Bills are coming off a very impressive showing against the Miami Dolphins. Um, you know, these other Floridians think they might have a chance. I've I've no no, I, I don't think so. I think the Buffalonians trump the Floridians, even though Jacksonville has had a track record of being the kryptonite for the Buffalo Bills. Um 
you know, that Urban Meyer game a couple years back and all that. So what are your thoughts heading into this game, though? Heading to London? I, I fa- My family, some of them are there right now, ready for the game. Um, and if the Bills are as jet-lagged as they are, I, I'm, I'm sorry for them. <laughs> well, I mean, um, good for them. Um, but it's interesting. It's an interesting matchup. I saw the stat where these are the two teams that have played the most international games. The Jags playing 10 and... Uh, the Bills playing seven, of course, six of those were uh, in Toronto. So I don't know. They count all the same, but um, I mean, Jacksonville is mostly played in London. So I don't, I don't know how much. Obviously, the Bills played Jacksonville in London before. Yeah, with um, uh, not saying this is EJ Manuel, but number three. That yeah. game was a couple. It was a couple weeks ago. It was like the anniversary of it, right? Last time the Bills I played believe so. I want to say it was 20 to 16. So 2016, excuse me. Wow, EJ Manuel was leading a comeback, I believe. He was mounting a comeback in London. Yeah, 2016 they play in London. So, um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> not not a more... lot of Bills history in London, but. Is it 2016? I, mean, I don't think it was 2016. I don't think it was that recent. No, I don't think it was 2016. That. I read the wrong one, but. That's fine. The, yeah, the, in in the mid 2010s, I'm not gonna look at. I'm don't care. No, it was it was the EJ Manuel era. 2016 was, was not the EJ. That's yeah. what I was about to say. I saw that they won. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they lost in London. But um, yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting matchup. Obviously, you have Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen. I think or the headliners of this competition. Um, which Josh, Josh Allen? There's two Josh. of them. Yeah, the Josh. The Josh hey, wait, Allen. I do have something to say though. Josh Allen will win this football game. I can tell you that right oh here. God. Or they could tie. Come on. Not, it, not out of the room. Why are we rooting for ties? Come on. We don't even I'm not speak. rooting for a tie, but you said Josh Allen will win the football game. There's a non zero tie into existence, man. There is a non zero percent chance that that is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's T Law versus Josh. I think this is a little bit different. Trevor Lawrence and they played back out in his rookie season when they were. Even the Jags one nine six. This is a more improved Trevor Lawrence, but I will say it's an interesting Jaguars team because they've underachieved at this point. I mean, they were two and two. They get kind of a sloppy win against the Colts. They play tight against the Chiefs, but really, I thought that was a really winnable game. Um, yeah, and then they get trounced. By- at home by Houston, which was a bizarre result. I mean, credit to Houston, they're playing really good football. But I mean, the Jags, who we, I, mean, I thought the Jags could potentially be the number one seed in the AFC because I thought their schedule was going to allow them to win so many games. I was all on the hype. And then last week, obviously, as you mentioned, they were already in London. Uh, they won twenty-three to seven against Atlanta, but pick six. I mean, I think that score might have been not closer, but like. I just feel like Atlanta is just so putrid offensively of Desmond Ritter that, like, if there was a competent quarterback in Atlanta, that game would have got competitive because their offense only scored 16 points. And I don't think the Atlanta defense is particularly great. So I, I think it's an interesting matchup because, yes, do I think the Jags can hang? Two things. I do think the Jags are talented and they could hang with the Bills. And I think it's also important to note that the bills are often extremely high, high, like crushing your rival. It doesn't get higher than that. So 
it's down to drop a little bit in the intensity, and you got to wonder, like, with the drop in intensity, the Jazz kind of come but up they for let their it big slip. game. Yeah. This is a big game for the Jags. Like, do they kind of meet in the center? So I think it's going to be a really competitive and interesting game. Yeah, I would agree with you. I don't. I, there's no need to discount the Jags at all. Trevor Lawrence is showing out. Um, they made it to the playoffs last year. Even though that division is kind of a a race right now, every team is two and two. So um, to say the Jags had it easy, like last year, saying that they would make it to the playoffs, like guaranteed, I don't know about that. That division could get interesting. But um, no, I, I there's no need to discount them at all. Doug Peterson's a great head coach, very aggressive head coach. He's known for going for it on fourth down. Um, they're... Trevor Lawrence is going to go out there and do the best he can. The Bills defense, though, I have confidence in being able to stop a lot of what they try and do. Um, I know I watched the game last week in Toy Story Farm because I do not have ESPN Plus, so I was I was stuck on Disney Plus. So um, I didn't really get to see the players. I've only seen the highlights. You know what I mean? I saw Bijan Robinson bust an ankle in um, you know in Toy Story Farm, though. So I, at least I could say that happened. But no, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's escapable too. He escapes out of the pocket, rushes for some yardage as well um dual threat so i i think truthfully this is going to be an interesting game and like you said the bills are coming off a high high can the jags swoop in and take it away from them that's the question like hungry dog runs faster at this point and the bills coming off of such a hot victory they might look at the jags and be like this isn't a rival you know i'm not saying they're going to do that but the jags might be a little hungrier for this win because that is the bills are the titan of the afc right now pretty much so after the past three weeks. So this you're right. This is a big game for Jacksonville. And they have a lot going into it more than the bills might. Yeah. And then uh, to ch- talk about, you know, what's going on right now with injuries. I mean, as yeah, you can see, see, I got the, the ticker below. going. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Greg Rousseau is out of a foot. I want to briefly talk about that though, just in itself. I think this is an interesting scenario now with the bills, as you can see also below, you can see that they play the giants the week after and new England. Uh, and then after New England, they play Thursday night football against Tampa Bay. I think there's real potential that this is an IR situation where he misses the next four games. He misses yeah. this game, Giants game, Pats game, Bucks game, comes back Sunday night football, uh, November 5th against the Bengals. So you would give him a whole, I mean, from last Sunday, the 1st till the 5th of November, you would give him an entire month off. Again, I, we don't know how serious the injury is, but if he's not practicing, I, I obviously don't. I don't think there's a. I'm just speculating, but I don't think there's a, you know, a broken bone. But I think maybe they have. He has some discomfort. Maybe it's a foot, like a foot sprain or something like that. Yeah. But it's definitely something where Greg Rousseau is one of the most important players on this defense. He was playing at a high level, and it sucks to see that he's not going to play. Uh, on Sunday and maybe a little more in the future. But at the same time, you know, we talked about the first four games for the bills in the, you know, week one pod preview of if they could get to three and one, that's a really good stretch because the middle two are easy, but the division, if you could split those, I think we look at this four game stretch of Jacksonville, New York Patriots bucks a little bit differently, right? Going right. into the year, we're all like, oh, the Jags are a team that could be the number one team in the AFC. The Giants are looking to build on a playoff team. The the Pats are always frisky, and the Bucks, we don't really know. The Bucks are probably they the only can team. be out of the four teams. I would say the Bucks is a team that are like a little bit higher on my radar from the preseason, but I still think they're the Bills should handle them. But the the Pats have dropped a little bit. I think I still think they're frisky. It's a division road divisional game. 
but they haven't looked really all that great, especially now that they've lost their two best defensive players for a couple. They're going to be out for those games, Christian Gonzalez and Matt Judon. The Giants have just looked terrible, so I, and that offensive line is going to get wrecked. And the Jags, I still respect the Jags. I still think the Jags are eventually going to turn on, hopefully not this week, but they, they're off to a bizarre start as well. So losing Rousseau is, is a huge loss, but then to go into the big potential news of Von Miller potentially playing. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think this is a do shock. You, do you want that? Do you want him to play? Because so that's I was a big this. question at this point because a lot of people. I will are kind say of this to certain. I will say this to certainty that I'm in the room. Greg Rousseau's injury played zero effect on whether Von Miller was going to play in this game or not. Right. I I don't think Groot being out has changed anything. That's just my opinion. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Bills work like that. But oh, we lost Groot, and then we had like they're very. I mean, heck, he was cleared. Before week one, they put him on IR for four weeks. Um, they're very calculated with the stuff. I always thought it would be weird for him to play in London. I I, I think you and I have both been we agreed on that. Yeah, thought processes of it makes sense to return Sunday night football against New York. But yeah, if he looked good in practice, I mean he flew, which I I don't know how much that means because I always thought he was gonna fly over there, but. Yeah, I guess maybe if you would expect that if he 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 went over there that he would play because why would you want to take the what how long of a flight is it twelve hours, something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. If you want mm-hmm. like, why would you want him to screw up his sleep schedule if you were just gonna not play? So I wouldn't be. Sh- I I I think now sitting here eleven thirty a.m. on a Friday, I think he's gonna play on a snap count. Yeah, because of I mean, like you said. He was he was activated anyway before Russo not activated necessarily, but he's able to play off the pup before Russo's injury. Um now having the injury, it might play a little bit of a factor. Like I think we, it plays zero factor. I don't think the fact no, no. They don't I mean we have the depth without him, I think that would be easy. I don't I don't think the Bills go in there being we have to play Vaughn now because Greg is out. I don't I don't think that crosses their mind one bit. I think it's us as fans probably because we're fans, but yeah, yeah. I, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just listen. We have the depth with even without Von Miller, we've seen it, right? We've seen guys stepping up. Leonard Floyd really taking a stand here. Okay. You and I, like you said, have not been on the train of Von Miller playing in London. I'd rather save him for a home return against the New York Giants in prime time. Personally, would he play on a snap? count i think that is a very high possibility i think that can happen like you said uh we won't see a lot of him we'll see him warming up uh pretty much it's going to be an in-game warm-up i think like for the season you know get him back into the action a little bit but um i don't know it's just it's it's going to be interesting i i I can't like put my foot exactly on what's going to happen right now because mcdermott can be a little cheeky sometimes i will say with this i remember we were all excited white was activated after yeah. his ACL injury, and he only played what the first two drives of the game, right? And that the rest of the way. Yep. I don't think they're just gonna play Von the first two drives of the game, like like that. Like it's a little different being a cornerback and a de- and an edge rusher. Like that. That's they're, they're like the substitutions are a little bit different. If that makes yeah. sense. Like, so I would assume if he plays, he's gonna play like fifteen to twenty snaps, like twenty snaps. I, I think he'll play twenty snaps if he plays. I mean, listen, you still have Leonard Floyd who. There's a reason why you picked him up for depth. He's looked really good pass rushing. I think Epinesa is taking a step. Shaq Lawson's been solid. I also think Kingsley Jonathan has also been really solid as well. So, and also you're getting a lot of pressure inside with 
at Oliver and, and Daquan Jones. So people could be concerned about, oh, are they going to get enough pressure if Greg out, even if Vaughn is also out? I still think they'll be fine against this Jaguars front, but uh, it's definitely something to monitor. Uh, and then finally, for just for the Jags, real quick injury-wise, uh, it looks like their starting linebacker, Devin Lloyd, is going to miss. He he hasn't practiced all week of a thumb. Yeah. Um, and uh, Doug Peterson, as noted earlier, uh, the Jaguars head coach, said that he's optimistic that Zay Jones plays. He hasn't played since week one of a knee. That could be a big uh, upgrade for the Jags. Obviously, then they could have the three wide receivers of him, of Zay Jones, Kirk. Yeah, and he had a good year last Ridley. year, too. So that's a big upgrade. Yeah. But losing their their starting linebacker is huge. So I would say, I would say the I, I'm gonna go with three things this week because I I've been so up in the air about the Dolphins. I haven't I've admittedly haven't focused a lot about the Jags, and also I haven't watched all the Jags because no, I've been high on the win from last week. I haven't, haven't watched all the Jags because I didn't. I was working the Bills game last week, so I didn't was able to watch their game. But I think the three things to look at is. I'll do four things because the one thing I'll I'll note is that you should if Vaughn plays, you should see how does he look. Is he getting pressure on the quarterback? Is he able to stand his ground against blocks in the run game? You know, Von Miller, elite pass rusher always, but I think the underrated part of his game is he's always been an elite run defender as well. So that is yeah. also where his his health of his knee is going to get tested as well. So I would say that is something to look at. I'd also. So my three things now. Evan Ingram, the tight end for the Jags, really okay. more of a wide receiver, but he's a game changer. Like he can't he's be, yeah. one of those guys that's a really good tight end. The Bills have yet to be tested against the tight end position, really. I mean, the Jets right. don't use their tight ends. No. The Raiders don't use their tight ends. Commanders don't. Oh, a little the bit Command- last night. We saw a little Logan, bit. But... Well, Logan Thomas was concussed and missed a game. So, right. so we, they didn't we have to deal with Logan that. Thomas, who would have been their probably best threat. And the, the Dolphins really don't use their tight ends all that much either. So this is a huge test because you look at this stretch we're talking about, this three-game stretch they play, Evan Ingram. They play, I know Darren Waller has been disappointed, but he's still Darren Waller. And they play Hunter Henry. Uh, those are three pretty good tight ends in a row. And then later in the season, they play back-to-back of Dallas Goddard and 87 for the Chiefs, uh, Travis Kelsey. So I think this is a good test for Terrell Bernard and – I don't want to say Matt Milano because Matt Milano is such a veteran, but really for Terrell Bernard because this is the first tight end that's that is going to cause mismatches. How do you guard him? Obviously, Bernard and Milano converted safeties. Yeah, I mean Are they're they both. Gonna... Yeah, they they could play a big role in that. I think, um, especially the way we've been seeing them play, um, they're good in coverage. So I think that could be a huge help. You know. Yeah, and then... will Poyer be back or no? It's looking likely. I, I, yeah, oh, he was practicing. I, I, I apologize. I should have said this. I think Christian Benford is going to play. He has that shoulder injury. Yeah. We didn't really touch on this with Kyrie Elam. I, I think Kyrie Elam's going to start. I think that's going to be him and Dane Jackson. Because I think. Yeah, but I they'll rotate Benford in. I think Benford's shoulder is pretty screwed up, and they would just prefer him probably to be active, but just be the third corner. But we'll. we'll I don't want to talk about the corners because they haven't put Trey officially in IR. They haven't done someone they haven't signed someone to 53 man if i'm not mistaken so yeah. you don't really know a lot there and then uh poyer was full last practice so beautiful i think he's, I think he's gonna play and demar is gonna be um the healthy scratch again so i, I appreciate you i i could i was too so focused on groot and 
Von Miller, I completely well, blanked on talking about. Well, the was breaking this morning, so yeah, like that yeah. was that's the big news I, I, of the day. I completely so. forgot about that. So, so thank you. But yeah, second thing is Trevor Lawrence is a guy that is athletic, as you mentioned, can use his yeah. legs. You got to be able to keep contained. This is again. Probably, again, the first real test of an athletic quarterback. I know Sam Howell had the big run in week three, but I wouldn't consider him to be a massively athletic quarterback. Right. Zach Wilson's is decently athletic, but I wouldn't consider him to be an elite, elite athlete. And obviously, Jimmy G is not an elite athlete. And Tua is not also, is not just, he has good pocket movement, but I don't think he's an elite athlete either. This, Trevor Lawrence is the first elite of the elite quarterbacks. Uh, athletic that again you're gonna face Jalen Hurts later in the year you're gonna face Patrick Mahomes later in the year this is the first real test of a guy that I think is super athletic and likes to use his legs so how does the D-line kind of keep him in the pocket uh, would also be big and then uh, another thing so the two things for my two things you know, I'll just do two more two for the defense <laughs> off now. just do it Josh, come on Josh Allen, <laughs> yeah, the Jaguars. Josh Allen, how are you going to block him? Because we saw it. He's a monster. Two years ago, yeah, Mon- he is a game changer. He was a game changer last week in Atlanta. You even how see Josh say going- in a press conference, "Our Josh say, I'm scared of that guy." You know, like yeah. he, he knows, so, he knows he's coming. So how are you? He is a difference maker. You have it's it's he's in the same. I think he's a tier two pass rusher. Like I think Crosby, Bosa, Parsons. Watt, Gare, like the five tier one guys. Josh Allen is the tier two creaking right back up on those tier one guys. You have to know where he is at all times. Uh, I think he's really mostly going to rush against the left tackle. So Dion versus him will be a really interesting matchup. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Bills have done a fantastic job against these pass rushers so far this year of providing help other than, yeah, even week one, they did a pretty decent job with Quinn Williams pass rushing wise. So uh, that, that would be an interesting matchup. And Second thing, the last thing for the offense is the Jaguars like to run a lot of single high safeties. And yeah. the Bills historically and even this se- also this season have killed teams when they run single high safeties. Do you think they changed? Um, so it's going to be interesting. Do the Jags kind of switch it up and play more too high? Or do they stay in the one high and that leaves open opportunities on the outside for, I think this could be a big Gabe Davis game. Yeah. I also think, even if they clog up the middle with Devin Lord being out. I'm just going to keep bashing it until it happens. I think this could be Dalton Kincaid's first screw touchdown game. Yep. And I'm going to, I'm playing him in fantasy. So I'm hoping for it too. So um, I think you're absolutely right. Gabe Davis is known to bust up that kind of coverage. He goes straight down the field. We saw it last week. Who else shouted Jim Nance? It's because he busted them up. So I think personally, Gabe Davis is going to have a big game. Diggs had the big game last week. Gabe's going for a big game this week. Expect two touchdowns from him. I'm going to say that right now. And then Dalton Kincaid gets a touchdown as well. Um, Listen, and the big thing is everyone's like, oh, the Jacksonville fans in London, they played there. They have more of a fan base. The mafia moves. Come on. I know so many people that are in London right now. Please do not even try and say that. And you know how loud that stadium was last week? Like, if you bring an ounce of that with half the crowd, it's like a full-on Bill stadium. So, come on. And what's cool, just a little tidbit here, cool about this game is it's being played in the stadium the new Bill stadium is being based off of. So you can kind of get a taste of what it's going to feel like in there. So that'd be kind of cool, you know? Yeah, it looked sick. Um, yeah, a lot of the Bills media were took a tour of the facility. 
the yeah, I didn't realize how much the outside looked like the renderings too, like the outer mm-hmm. shell of the stadium. Like it was, all, it's thing, all very similar. The only thing they said was difference is like in Tottenham. Is that what it's called? Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham Hotspurs. That's the stadium. Yeah. I'm just going to say the Spurs stadium. I'm not going to yeah, say that. say hot Spurs. Yeah. 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 So then the Spurs stadium, the only thing that's different is that that overhang that you see it covers all yeah. seats. And, and for the Bills one, it's only going to cover about 70 or I think I thought they said 66, but someone said 70. So maybe it is 70. 70 but. seats or 70% of the seats? 70%. Not 70 oh, okay. Seats. I was going to say God. 70 seats. Oh, I'm God. like, what are we talking about here? Like, oh, is it gosh. only overhanging in one section? Like. <laughs> Oh my god! It is before twelve o'clock. Holy cow! Yeah, waking up, uh, still. but yeah, it's it, it's it's very cool to see that that stadium because that stadium looks sick. So if that's yeah. like the Bills stadium kind of looks like, it'll I can't wait. Be a little different. Yeah, that'd be sick. But yeah, I was gonna mention that before we make our score predictions. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just I had I, no, saw, the, I saw the media tour on Instagram this morning when I woke up, and I'm like, this is this is what the Bills stadium looks like. We're in for a treat. This is gonna be awesome. Except the just freeze baby thing. I don't think I've ever heard in the renderings, you know, that flag that's hanging up. I still don't think I've ever heard anyone mention or say that at all. Like just freeze baby. Yeah. Who's saying that? I want to know if you're out there and you say that, please let us know because I will stop saying that. But I just, I still have yet to hear anyone say that. Anyway, it's time for game predictions. As I said, Bills minus five and a half, five and a half point favorites. Give me the Bills. Absolutely. But I'm trying to create a little suspense there. The Bills are going to win this game 38 to 12. Jesus. Well, two doink out of the two doinks missed on the um, the kicks for PATs from uh, Jacksonville. Even well, though they have what's his name? McManus, I had right? I had the Jacks. Yeah, McManus. So yeah, not. But <laughs> listen, man, I didn't I didn't pay against the Bills last week. This is kind of a trap game. You're picking against the Bills. Well, I got. I'm picking the Bills, but I'm just saying, like, I feel, like beware. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, this just this just is like you know, in college football, like you win a big time game against your rival. Yeah, yeah. And the next week, you play like I'm trying to think of a better example than I'm thinking in my head, but because they already played each other, but like Oklahoma and Texas play each other this week. Whoever wins that game plays probably plays next week. I don't know if they have a bye, whatever. Yeah. Coming from that game, and they you then you had to go to play Iowa State, who's not very good. You normally see that game be a lot closer than you probably would think because you just get off of such an emotional high of winning that game that you're like, oh, it's Iowa State. Who the hell cares about Iowa State? I'm not saying they don't care about Jacksonville, but it's like, oh my God, we just kicked the crap out of Miami. They beat him by four touchdowns. We're the top dogs in the AFC. Oh, we had to now deal of traveling to London, getting our sleep schedules right. Yeah, our they best... they left they left they left at the right time though. They left suppose, at night, yeah. didn't sleep. Uh, so like that's a good idea. Line, oh, one of our best defensive linemen, maybe. Yeah, we may get someone returning. We really just lost one of the leaders in our secondaries to an Achilles injury. We don't yeah. know what the heck our other corner is going to be healthy. Our other safety no. is practically playing on one knee. Like, yeah, we don't know. Like our defense is a little banged up. Yeah, a little, I'm a little sleepy. Like I can't open my eyes all the way. <laughs> and I, I think this game was going to be really close. I think this game is going to be. I think the first half is going to be incredibly sloppy. You think it's going to be a really dog fight? Be, I, I think it's going to be a four quarter dog fight. I think this is going to be a really sloppy, really ugly game that we just. At the end of the day, you're just like when we get to like the five minute mark in the fourth quarter, just being like, can we just win? All, it doesn't matter what the how much we win by, as long as we win. 
Yeah. I got the Bills. Last second field goal by T Bass, 41 yards, 23 20. I, I also want to add, I think Ed Oliver has two sacks in this game. I think oh. he eats them up. I think that's a big one. I, I think the play, player of the game yeah. will be okay. Kyrie Lum. I think Kyrie Lum gets a big time interception in the fourth quarter. Oh, we have breaking, breaking news. Oh, God. Is this going to ruin our pod? No. No, no, no. This isn't going to ruin our pod. This isn't to do with the Bills. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If you, I don't know. Maybe, thought... you, maybe you saw this. I don't know. Um, The Miami Dolphins are trading. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, for Chase Claypool. Sorry, someone just sent it to me. No, so I, I, I saw for a second. And you're be like, oh, Bob Miller's on. I'm like, dang. We no, like no. 15 minutes about Bob no. Miller, maybe. Yeah, no, no, we're good. Yeah, Chase Claypool is going to save the Miami Dolphins season, I guess. So yeah. we're going to see That's how that bizarre. goes. Why would you want to give up assets, even whatever they gave up? Like, the I don't even them. know what they gave up. Um, even if you, moved, you gave up something for him. I just don't understand that, but whatever. Yeah, sources tell me this ends. Yeah, there's no. Have, so, there's... so you have Big Ed as your player of the game? I have Ed Oliver. Yeah, I think he gets another stiff arm sack, too. Hey, like, we were right on Josh last week. We were both. Like, we went two for two. Yeah, Dig should have. Yeah, I love how he said though. Dig should have been the offensive player of the week though. Like all class right there. Yeah, but Stephen sure. A's sources are saying otherwise, right? So <laughs> anyway, so moving on from the Bills, we've got our five other games of the week and our mortal locks. So we're gonna we're gonna roll through these. Miami, of course, Chase Claypool probably will not play in this game. Do not expect. Doesn't know the playbook. Maybe a couple easy plays. Miami's playing the Giants. The What'd you say? I never know the playbook. I thought I'd probably never know the playbook. No, knowing Chase Claypool, yeah, why would he? Um, Miami versus the Giants. Miami is 12 and a half point favorites. There's no surprise here because of the you know the 70 points and how god awful the Giants have been. Do you think this is a trap game? Saquon Barkley's return? No, god no, no, no. no. <laughs> This is it's interesting from two. I guess the, the only reason why this game is semi interesting to me a little bit is like the Giants also got embarrassed. Yeah. And like a time. pretty big stage. Like I know Miami lost at a 1, 1 p.m., but it was 16 million people watching that game. Like that was one of the biggest audiences for a non primetime game. The Giants were playing on Monday Night Football and got clowned. And so I think both teams are kind of looking for a rebound game, but like. Yeah. For the Giants, like he couldn't have drawn a worse rebound game because there's no way they, no. They're, they're, there's no way they could stop. Miami put seventy points up against a bad a bad defense, and that's exactly what the Giants have. They need so. their D line to play like monsters, but I don't think there's any way no. the Giants could stop them. And I do think this is kind of a get right game. If we're saying, oh, who's going to have a get right game? I think it's the Miami defense. I think they forced a couple turnovers. Yeah, I, I think. Well, with get, Danny think, Dimes, we have no idea. I think what they play their best game. I think they play their best game of the year, and I think Miami wins 45-14. Okay. Okay. Oh, you think? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a bloodbath. Um, you're the you know one what? that predicted the Jacks lose thirty-eight to twelve. Oh yeah, you're God. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I know. I, I know. My score is wider, but like my score is against two unequal teams. I tell you what. I tell you what. I'm taking the bull by the horns in this one. Okay. I really am. I feel like. I feel like I'm feeling a trap. Okay. Oh, How Miami's put seventy. Points up against a bad defense. The Giants were embarrassed, but they're horrible. Isn't Saquon Barkley coming back? I'm playing him this week in my fantasy team. I think he is. Yeah. I think he has a career day. And I think he runs all over the Miami defense. While also David Ache, is that his name? 
Devon A-Chain. Devon A-Chain, yeah. I think he runs as well. I think it's a running battle. I think the passing game is <laughs> moot. I think Daniel Jones is rushing for the Giants along with Saquon Barkley. Uh, give me the Giants. This is a this is a ballsy pick. I'm telling you that right now. Give me the Giants and I'll up by three. It's gonna be Giants 24, Dolphins 21. Dolphins oh, don't win. I had to say something. Okay. About all this MVP talk. Can we kind of oh. can we kind first 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 can we correct can we the power not? rankings too? Wait, time out, time out. First, can we kind of not like we're four weeks in the year? I f- I really hate this. Cause like I love the Bills, and this isn't, but like the last three years, the Bills have always been like number one or two in power rankings at this point. Yes, and I've always yes. broken a heart. And like, yeah, that's kind of a, like a oh, it's this year kind of thing. Like you got to think about this year is pessimistic. It is pessimistic. Okay, I'm I'm admitting I'm being a pessimistic here. And also the thing of Josh, like Josh, Josh is always like number one in the MVP, and then kind of has like that month where it's like oh, he's out of it and whatever. I still think November, he would have won. I still want to say this. He would have won MVP in 2020 if Aaron Rodgers didn't absolutely go nuclear. Like, if Aaron Rodgers did not go nuclear and had a standard season, Josh Allen would have won MVP in 2020. Yeah. I only have one thing that was that really made me mad. This Bill Barnwell guy at ESPN <laughs> goes on television and shows his top three, his top three MVPs candidates, so like his rankings or whatever. Okay. Number one is Tua. Number two is Brock Purdy, and number three is Justin Herbert. Like, are you watching the games? Like, what? I don't care about. Okay, I don't care. Tua could be one. Tua's. I think Tua probably still should be one, in my opinion, because I think, I do think head to head kind of matters. But Tua's worst game is way better than Josh's worst game, and the numbers lean Tua. I think we'll see later in the season, but I think Josh yeah. having Brock Purdy ahead of his own teammate CMC is a joke. Like yeah. that's just like okay. Like, I don't even think Brad, I think Brad Purdy is a solid quarterback. I think he's a pretty decent quarterback, to be honest. I think he gets hated a lot because of the system, but like, yeah. No, he wouldn't it be is successful in the like, system if he wasn't a good quarterback. I mean, that's just like the that's system it at the end is of the important. Day. Yeah. The system is important for him. There is Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert threw over a buck 60 against a trash Raiders team. I know he was injured, but like, he's two and two. Like, what are we talking about? Justin Herbert being at, I, again, I, I love I, Justin I, Herbert, I, but I agree with you. I'm being a hypocrite. Being like, oh, I don't want Josh Allen to be one right now, but like getting all up in my own about Justin Herbert being ahead of him in some dude's rankings. But like, no, they're they're bl- the guy has to be legally blind and not if, being able if to watch. You were, the games. If you said to me, if you, I think a perfectly fine ranking is Tua, CMC, Josh. Yeah, if you said that. Heck, I would even really take Lamar. If you would say Lamar over Josh, he's had I a could, good year so far. I could at yeah. least respect that. Like you know what I mean? I could at least respect being like, okay, like you have Lamar over him. That's a debate or whatever. I love Herbert. I mean, we all know like your your brother's a huge Herbert fan. Like yeah, yeah, he is. I love Herbert. Like, but like, what are we kind of doing here with that? I know he had like two really elite games against the Vikings and Titans, and he but like he didn't play that. He was all right against the Dolphins and. He was yeah. bad last week, like really He's bad. He's thrown 400 yards and lost games, unfortunately. And that's not I, his fault. I don't think that's like, his fault, but at the same time, like we need to take all things into account here. You know, like I don't know. Also, I just, I, I, can we just I can I can I add to this chat for a second? Yeah. The power rankings. In what world this season? Okay, I get the Bills had a week one mishap. Okay, it was bad. In what world? Are the Chiefs higher than the Bills right now? I get it overall, right? 
I'm talking recency, like this season. The Bills have outperformed them throughout the season, I would say. The offenses look better throughout the season. The only weapon they have on the Chiefs is Travis Kelsey, and he was moot because they were just taking him out of the game. You have Kadarius Tony, Jarek McKinnon. Like, what are you what are you even doing? Like, I, the, you, the, I get it. I get it. It's the Chiefs, right? Can never count them out. But at the same time, like, let's let's take a real look at one season. That's what the power rankings are. There's no bias from previous seasons. It's this season's performance. Yeah, are, are I would you agree. I mean, it right now. Oh no, I'm I'm looking at the fact. Yeah, I, just Justin Herbert's. Had, <laughs> going to QBR had a better game than Josh Allen. Josh Allen's worst game was worse than Justin Herbert's, but Josh Allen would be two. Th- it's ridiculous. Josh Allen is third in QBR right now. Justin Herbert is seventh, and yeah. Josh has. Let me see. Josh has. Oh, it doesn't show. I think he has a 106 passer rating. I think Justin Herbert's like a 99. I want to say. Like it's just ridiculous. I'm sorry. Like I, that. That really. I'm sorry. I saw that and I was like, that has to be a joke. Like, I like Herbert as much as the next person. 90. 106.3. He has the same pass rating as Josh. I. I. All the ratings. All the. All the. Uh. EPA per play. Rushing. Like. P, even PFF grade. I think Josh is like fifth, and I think Herbert may be like eighth. Like, he's yeah, just, it's just not this. I don't know. I, I, we, we'll move on, but that's just, I, that, that really, really it upset me for that and Brock Purdy. Those two guys should not be ahead of Josh. And your point about the power rankings, it's the same people that have the Eagles as the number one team in the league because they're 4-0. right, they have yeah, not exactly. looked like the number one team. I do no, think they almost the lost Ch- to the Commanders. What are you the talking are about, just, number one team? The Chiefs are just, they have a lot of respect, and you have to respect them. But I, I also think the Bills have been better so far than the first four games in the Chiefs. But does that mean they're going to be better in a couple months? No, but right. I think right now. But do you understand what I'm saying? Power well, rankings are the games played so far in one I season. I agree. It's not what happened last season. It's not what's right. what happened. You know, you, you should do it based off who you think is going to win this week. You know like what? If you you know what? The... We're going to do power rankings every week now. We're, we're going to be unbiased oh, because we're going to get the people what they right, want. We, we're going to do MVP. We, I'm on. sorry. I apologize. We, <laughs> we I completely distracted us for 10 minutes. I, All right. I, let's go to the next. I, I apologize. I we, I completely distract us with that. All right. All right. We'll talk more about that on Tuesday, I think, after another week. We'll see what happens. Anyway, the New England Patriots are taking on the New Orleans Saints. They're one-point favorites, so this is a pick at this point. Both teams have looked rather lackluster this season. Um, I don't know. Give me the Patriots because Bill Belichick has a better defensive mind and I think can stop completely shut down New Orleans. And didn't they just sign the Chargers uh, cornerback? They traded for J.C. Jackson. Yeah. What did they we trade? Could, Do we know what they like, traded? Like a six-round pick. We, we, listen, I'm telling you right now, we could just like skip over this game and just yeah. say pretty much this is a sentence all that matters. Bill Belichick, even how much he gets hated, is a significantly better head coach than Dennis yeah. Allen. Yeah, the Patriots are at home, and they're in a situation where everyone's counting them out because they got flashed by thirty-five. Derek Carr is not healthy. Patriots are going to win like seventeen to thirteen or some ugly, ugly game. But I, yeah, I, 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 I think the Patriots are going to win. Yep. Alrighty, next game. We're not even going to talk about that. Only talking about that one because it's an AFC East matchup. Speaking of an AFC East team matching up, the Denver Broncos are two and a half point favorites against the New York Jets. Um, I'm taking the Jets in this game, especially after seeing the way they played against the um, the Chiefs. Zach Wilson had a good game. If he didn't drop that at the end, uh, they would have won that game. Uh, uh, except for that egregious holding call that was not called, where we're literally watching someone get manhandled by the jersey. Anyway, 
The Jets take this game easy. The Broncos, they're not good. It's Nathaniel Hackett's return to Denver, but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. If Zach Wilson plays the way he did last week. You can beat the Denver Broncos. So give me the Jets. Uh, 14 or no 17 to 14 jets that's what i'll do that's what i'll say all right i promise this is my last thing about herbert herbert has a 76.3 <laughs> pff grade which is 11th out of 33 quarterbacks josh allen has an 81.5 which is fifth out of 33 quarterbacks so another uh statistic that it's, it's just that's just so silly it just disproves everything yeah and oh brock purdy to talk him he's a 73.0 which is 17th out of 33 so just i mean i'm not even the biggest pff fan but like watch the games man watch the games you're gonna be paid by espn um yes. but yes uh, denver <laughs> is gonna get i think they're gonna get thumped here i think sean payne opened his mouth disrespected the coaching staff of the Jets, Nathaniel Hackett. I don't trust Zach Wilson. I still don't, but I think the Jets are going to win 24-10. I, th- I think the Jets defense plays hard, and I think Russ gives them a couple. Yeah. Man, did we really just pick the AFCs to go 4-0 this week? She, she picked the, the Dolphins, right? No. Oh, I forgot you didn't do that. Remember? I picked, I picked, I picked the AFC East to go for no. That's that's my ballsy pick of the week right there. The Giants yeah. over the Dolphins. I know it's not going to happen. Don't, don't like I genuinely do. That. No, no, I know it's not going to happen. It's just kind of fun to like throw that in the ring. No, it's fun. I would agree. All right, it was, so it humorous. Yeah, a little bit. Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. The three point favorites. Joe Burrow can't throw the football because he can't plant his back foot because Zach Taylor wouldn't bench him for four games and let him heal. So now they're dealing with this where they're one and three. Yes. One in three, probably not even going to make the playoffs if this continues. Jamar Chase is dropping F-bombs to the media. The team's falling apart. I'm taking the Cardinals in this game. Dobbs has been playing well. I think he's going to outperform the Bengals in this game. Give me, the, give me the Cardinals all the day. I sometimes hate agreeing with you on picks, <laughs> like upset picks, because I seem like they never work out for us. But I'm agreeing with you all the way on this one. I think yeah. D. Higgins is going to be out. I think... The most disappointing thing for this Bengals team isn't really their offense or Joe Burrow because, like, they have an injury or whatever. It's yeah. This defense was horrific last yeah, week. Egregious. Really other, it's like my fantasy Rams, play last season. That's what we're talking about. Like, bad. Yeah, other than the Rams game, they've been pretty bad. Like, the Browns – I mean, the Browns, it was a <laughs> mediocre game, but the, the Ravens are really impressed. I don't know. I've, I've been really disappointed by their defense, and I think Josh Dobbs at home – I think yeah. they have real. I didn't. I really underrated their weapons coming into the year. Like Zach Roots is still really good. Yeah, Marquise Brown's played really well. James Connor, like, running back, has been playing James well Connor, too. James Connor, I like how they've run the ball. I like this Michael Wilson rookie. Yeah. Um. So I got, I got, I got Arizona winning twenty-seven twenty. Like I think, I think they're gonna win at home. I don't think the. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think no. the Bengals really misplayed their hand here. Yeah, they did, and. Now might not even make the playoffs, but we're again five games in technically, not even yet. So we're gonna have to wait and see on that. But my score prediction, which I left out because I was just fuming towards Zach Taylor, um, I would say Cardinals 21, Bengals seven. I think they scored a touchdown. That's it. I want to say Bengals three, they don't even score a touchdown, but I know that'll probably happen, you know, with a run. But anyway, next game I'm excited for. I think this is a big NFC matchup here. The San Francisco 49ers, three and a half point favorites against the Dallas Cowboys, two NFC defensive juggernauts, right? Like that's the big thing. Offense, mm-hmm. the machine of the 49ers. I understand why they're three and a half point favorites for sure. Um, 
the 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 geez, the Broncos, the Cowboys. I mean, Dak's the question mark. Some weeks he plays great. Some weeks he kind of poops himself. So I don't know. I think the machine of the 49ers wins this game, though. I think it'll be close because of the defense. Um, I think it'll be a 21-14 kind of game, but give me the 49ers. Yeah, it's a tough game. I think for me, though, I'm going to pick the Cowboys in an upset because I think the Cowboys are... I think this is similar to those Bills games in 21-22 against the Chiefs coming off, losing them in the playoffs. I think you get a little bit more juice the next time you play them. Obviously, they're playing them after losing in the divisional round last year. Uh, I, I, I just think Dallas is the team with their pass rush. I, I I don't think this San Francisco offensive line is particularly great other than Trent Williams is a fantastic left tackle. So I truly believe this Dallas D-line is going to get a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy, and I think we see a couple mistakes from him. This Dallas defense is really opportunistic, and as long as Dak doesn't throw the game away, like I, I, I really feel Dallas is going to win this game 27-24. I just think I think this Dallas defense if front, now they could get run on a little bit. Obviously, we saw that with Arizona, which concerns me, but I think in pass protection, I don't think this Niners offensive line is going to be able to hold up against them. I think yeah. Brock Purdy, I think we're going to, we're going to, listen, either way, after this game, we're going to have a take on Brock Purdy and we're going to have a take on Dak Prescott. And I'm, I, I'm excited to see what it will be, but I, I, I think the Cowboys won this game. All righty. Differing opinion on that one. I'd like to see it. Mortal lock time. Mortal lock time. That would be terrible on this, but. I, 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 don't know. Gonna, I, don't, I don't remember who I picked last week. I got to look. I, I, I'm just going to cut in front of you right now and just say mine because I was, I'd want to get at this. I, 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 don't, I don't even know if I want to make it more a lock because I'm so terrible at it, but get, I'm taking the Dolphins. I and We talked about it earlier. I think the Dolphins just trashed. I was thinking of either them or Lions over the Panthers, but I, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I just don't see how the Giants can win that football game well, in Miami. You want to know a surprise game I'm about to pick? Not one we've talked about, okay? I just want you to be mentally prepared for what I'm about to pick, okay? Because you might you might not see what I see, okay? The Vikings overtake the Chiefs. I think the Vikings win this Dude, game. That's not a mortal lock. You can't. That, a mortal lock is like if you get it wrong, you die. I mean, we already dead. listen. We're already like, listen, we're dead, we're like dead. Okay, the, the ground at this point, but come yes, on. Yes, exactly. I listen. I'm telling you, I have a feeling the Chiefs are going to lose. That's not to your the mortal lock, though. That doesn't make sense. This it is a feeling. My okay. I'm telling you right now, the Vikings are going to beat the Chiefs. You can hold me to it. You can clown me on Tuesday when we do the pod if it doesn't happen. I'll I'll wager you that one of us has to down the, a buffalo, like, like a little uh, shot, like a shot of Buffalo Pepsi, or a little more no, than a shot. No, glass, of, like a regular, like glass. a whiskey glass. No, regular glass. You're doing this. My mug like, with that like, size is this big. Yeah. Like, you know how the glass you had last time? Yeah, like a whiskey glass. Yeah, the little one. Oh, I didn't see what I forgot what you had. Yeah, I'm not, not a shot yeah. glass. I thought you said shot glass. No, no, bad. just the shorter uh, glass, like this tall. Yeah. 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 Ooh, I don't know if I want to do that. Come on. No, I don't. Great I, content. I don't drink pop anyway, man. I can't do that. It's, it's, just, it's, just, a, it's just a shot. It's basically, come on. Come oh, on. So we're filling it up to like Kyle Brandt's hype. Super Bowl prediction, like whiskey shot. Like, that's what yeah. we're doing. Okay. Yeah. Holding you to that because you just agreed to that. But yes, if the Vikings lose to the Chiefs, I will do that. I'm telling you right now. And if the Chiefs beat the Vikings or if the Vikings beat the Chiefs, you got to do it. Okay. I agree. All right. Blue cheese rim. 
No, I'm not doing that part. That's come on, gross. come on. We got to go all in with the salary spike. Okay, fine. come on. Don't all put right. my mouth on it, but you heard it here first. That's what's going on next Tuesday on the Buffalonian when we see the results. If we even remember our mortal locks, I don't remember the one I even picked last week. So, but anyway, that's going to do it for this week. edition of Buffalonian podcast betting on the Bills. I'm Joe Callie. I was joined by Dom Loss. And Dom, how do we always end these, buddy? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. In London.